Josh, I want to take one word. You say recommend. I think we don't really recommend. We provide values. I'm pleased today to be here with Frank Jawi. He is the founder and president at Optimal X. Welcome, Frank. Thank you, Josh, for having me. It's a pleasure. To start, if you could please let us know a bit about your background and how it led to you founding the company, that would be fantastic. Sure. Uh, well, my background is uh, about 30 years in business, law, and economics both uh, on the practical and practitioner side, but also in academia. And uh, how I came to OptimalX is actually an unfortunate professional experience and personal also experience I had about 15 years ago, when at that time I was not a lawyer yet, and I realized that in many instances, um, damages which are difficult to quantify are hardly ever compensated in uh, in uh, in court, and I actually uh, developed a research which became a PhD, and some of the algorithm developed during this research were at the origin of OptimalX uh, several years ago. In in terms of you know where it fits into sort of the insurtech landscape, insurance innovation landscape, but you know you obviously kind of gave a high level, but can you provide any more detail on exactly how you're trying to address the problem? Yeah, we call ourselves legal predictive analytics. So you you know and you are very well aware and your audience is very well aware of predictive analytics in the insurance environment. What we do differently is the legal part. So we build our prediction. Of course, the objective is always to build the best prediction of the outcome of cases and the, the, the claim quantum and the, the award quantum. But we build our prediction on different sources of data, among them litigated cases. And so litigated cases are mainly public data, but they are very unstructured data. And our expertise, the legal expertise, is for each legal situation, let's say motor vehicle accident or workers' comp or medical malpractice, we have developed the deep understanding of the good law in those legal situations in the main venues. Of course, it's not the same all the way. And considering the good law, we have extracted from this unstructured data those data which are highly predictive of the outcome. The value is for insurance companies and claim management to, number one, reduce the uncertainty of the outcome and the quantum. We'll come back to that. Second, to reduce the cost, which is associated to very lengthy settlement and even worse, litigation. And of course, by doing that, having um, a more stable, fair compensation amount. Does this um, sort of data remain proprietary to the institution that's your client, or are you sort of using that data across the broader database to provide guidance? 
Right. So we have our proprietary database that I explained. This is the data that we extract, curate, and structure. So this is the basis of our prediction. Of course, with each and every client, we also use their own track record, their own data set to improve the prediction, to make it more relevant to their own track record. And are there certain segments of the industry you're focused on or where they're most receptive to, 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 to uh, you know, using this methodology or technology? Yes, absolutely. So in general, uh, personal bodily injury, we do cover today motor vehicle accident for sure. We do cover today uh, medical malpractice for sure. We have also a user interface in what we call general liability, slip, trip, and falls. And lastly, it's uh, workers' compensation. And, and, and so is the current alternative to what you're offering sort of just to do nothing and make a judgment as to when to negotiate and when to, you know, let the case play out and see where the judgment falls? Yes, I mean, the, the truth is, apart from those relatively easy uh, quantifiable uh, damages, like uh, medical expense or less earnings, for instance, most of the time our clients today exercise their judgment and arts. So the claim adjuster and the management, you know, they have their own experience, their own benchmark when they are very well organized, the insurance companies can share but they never have access to external benchmark by definition. So this is what we provide. And I don't say that we are 100% bulletproof, but we add science to us for sure. So in, in, in sort of building the team to be able to deliver this offering effectively, you know, was there a particular key hire you made up front or someone else you partnered with to complement your own skills? And how have you thought about sort of the plan to, to build the organization to be able to deliver this? For sure. Uh, so there are two types of competence we master. The legal side, I think I explained that. And as most uh, our colleague in predictive analytics, data science and computer science. And I founded this company with three other co-founders uh, who mastered those techniques well. Uh, Joanne is a PhD in law, uh, so he's also very versed into understanding uh, the legal theory and the good law. And we have two engineers, Love and Philippe. One is more a data scientist, uh, very experienced into uh, the algorithmic development. And the other one is more uh, a software engineer and project manager. And, and who who's the typical buyer for your offering? I, I guess both in terms of organization, but then individual within the organization. It, mainly, uh, I would say two types of buyers. Uh, one in insurance carriers for sure, the EVP of claims, you know, the, the person who is really leading the claims department or uh, sometimes in some insurance they are related to uh, underwriting. Uh, we have also another type of buyer who is often an influencer rather than a buyer themselves, the chief risk officer. Are you 
strictly right now focused on US based organizations? Yes. So we have uh, algorithm and database in other countries because we have also developed the research and the, uh, you know, the fundamental research also in, in Europe, in continental Europe. But commercially, we are focusing 100% in the US and we have started only a couple of years ago. So we have much to do yet in the, in the US, of course. How much time does it typically take for an organization to kind of you know, understand and have enough samples, I guess, to, to be able to see how your decision support tool would would influence their their choices or 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 you know help change the decisions they might have made. Yeah. That that really depends on the organization and the objective we set together. When we start a pilot together, we start by defining what we call key success metrics. And you can imagine if the key success metrics is just to avoid uh, a couple of uh, mock trials, let's say, it's not the same time to implement than to reduce the loss ratio by five or 10 points. So are you able to share anything about sort of your future product roadmap or where you, you see this technology evolving? Yes. Uh, so as I said at the beginning, we have recently introduced new features about nuclear risk, uh, about length of proceeding, which are not uh, stricto census, the, uh, the quantum. Uh, we are developing a, a new feature uh, on which we can also embark pilot, uh, which will be on mediation. So basically we have those two uh, possibilities of settlement and litigation. The reality is it's a, it's a continuum, right? It's not all settlement, all litigation. Sometimes you bifurcate a case. Sometimes you mediate on some part of the case. And so we want eventually to be a third party of trust. The vision we have for this business is not uh, increasing litigation or being um, harsh negotiator. I don't think this has a, a long future. The future is into more early settlements or early mediation for that matter and fair value for both parties. So Frank, I appreciate having you on. Is there anything uh, that we haven't covered today that you would like to touch on before we wrap up? Yes, I think I would like to add one part, which is uh, team building and teamwork. This is of course a product but there is nothing we can do without the collaboration of our clients, our internal team, of course, but the team of our clients. And this is where I talk about change management. Uh, we are doing this with the collaboration of the client, right? So it's sometimes, you know, we start in greenfield operation. Most of, uh, of our prospects, I think 80, 85% of our prospects, we are not replacing any other product. We are just starting new uh, greenfield operation and so there is a repeat uh, issue by which we improve maybe not day by day but month over month and this is what i want to conclude with repetition and learning and team uh, team collaboration is key for us all right well frank jawi 
the founder and president of Optimal X. It was really great having you on, and uh, thanks for your time. Thank you, Josh, for having us. Uh, 